This podcast represents the opinions of Katie Allen, PA, and guests of her show. The content is for informational purposes only and in no way sets up a patient relationship. Consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. Now, here's Katie Allen. So this is Davina Brazelton. She is a PA working in dermatology, and she has actually been working in dermatology how long? 17 years. We actually had a class at one of the same colleges during the summer, at least, coming back to get some prereqs in a long time ago. I've been in... years ago. Yeah, it's crazy. So I've been (laughs) in plastic surgery a little over 15 years. She's been 17 years, although I think you're a little younger than me, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) And I've asked her to come here today to talk to us about masking because we are all feeling a little stressed about this newfound acne. Obviously, acne to me is, it's not just physical that we don't like it, but it emotionally affects us also. And I find patients come to me for all kinds of things, fillers, Botox, whatever. I know you do that stuff too. And then they've got acne and I'm like, well, what's that really matter if we've got a new acne problem? I know myself as a PA in plastic surgery, I go, ooh, I'm not really sure what we should do with this. I need you to go see dermatology. (laughs) And then I go, help. So what do we need to do? And the world of masks, macne, macne, maskne, and what do we do to fix this, prevent it? Tell us. Okay. So, I mean, it is a real problem right now. I'm definitely seeing an increase in acne breakouts in our practice since the pandemic and wearing masks and people are distressed by it. You know, it, their confidence is not as strong, you know, and they don't like it being there. Sometimes it's even painful or it hurts. Yeah. Um, you really have to kind of back up and go to like the causes of acne. Yes. So, you know, acne is called from dirt and bacteria, what we call uh, P-acne. So that's where we get the name acne. It's actually from a bacteria that's naturally on the skin. And what this bacteria does is it breaks down the skin and um, Oh, I did not know that. And it causes irritation and inflammation. And so um, it's a combination of, you know, the dirt and the oil and the bacteria clogging up the pores. So it can start out clogging up with a blackhead or whitehead. I hate those things. Yes, Yes. they're very stubborn. Either one of those things. (laughs) Yes. And then the bacteria gets in there and it gets inflamed. And that's when you get those big red, you know, papules or painful cystic, things. painful nodules. Which I am not good with those. I mean, I get one of those yes. and I get distressed. Yes. And I know to tell other people, yes. you need to leave it alone. And then I find right. myself going, yeah, but it hurts. Yes, yes. I'm, a, I'm a weenie. And they actually itch too. Yes. So, um, so that's, you know, the cause of acne. Okay. And then um, stress hormones we know plays a huge role. And stress increases <laughs> cortisol levels. Yeah. It increases the cortisol levels. And then, you know, that could, you know, increases like your oil production and sebum and then hormones, you know, uh, women and men, we don't think about it. I don't think about it with men. Yeah. Sorry. Women, you know, especially prior to our menstrual periods, we can have an increase, you know, with hormones, increase in the acne and our oil production. And same with men, you know, if they're taking testosterone. So some of them have low testosterone, they're taking testosterone, they'll start coming into the office and they're having more acne breakouts. We see this. So it's a combination of things is what I tell people. It's not one thing just causing your acne when you come in. So it's all of that. And then now we throw in masks that we're yeah. wearing. So the mask, depending on the material, the mask irritates and breaks down the skin. It also, think about it like when you go and play sports and you're sweating, right? And the humidity and all that sweat and it's just sticking to your clothes and the bacteria and the dirt and the grime. And that's why you might break out on your back or chest. Yeah. Well, now we're doing that on our face. Okay. So you bring a mask like me eight hours a day. Yes. That humidity just under there, you know, on the chin area. And that's where we're seeing a lot of breakouts is the chin and cheek from the mass, from that inclusion. So you 
you not to distract us too much, yeah. but you said something about humidity. Yes. And I think of stuff being yuck, moist, mm -hmm. and I can't help but think yeast. Is yeast a part of it at all or not really? Not usually. Not really in general. Yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while we'll see like a yeast causing folliculitis. Um, we see that like on the chest or the back. We call it hot tub folliculitis. So okay. people get in hot tubs a lot and oh, they're yeah. sweating in there. That's kind of a different type of, okay. not necessarily in the acne realm, but kind of a cousin. Okay. No, just it creates you know, the humidity under those masks is causing, you know, the bacteria and the dirt and everything just to kind of go into the pores. Now you said masks and the materials. Is there yes. certain materials that are better or to avoid or? Yes. So it's important to one, clean your mask every day. So it's a fabric <laughs> one. <Yes. laughs> Don't use the one that's shoved down at the bottom of the purse. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or my car door car. or under my yes. coffee mug. And that's the problem. Yes. So, you know, like my kids, you know, they're wearing cloth masks every day to school, you know, I'm, I tried to be very careful to take that one and wash yes. it and give them a new one the next day. So, you know, wearing a new mask every day or a mask that's non-irritating. I know some of the cloth ones are a little bit more irritating, okay. even though they're disposable. Sometimes the cloth ones are a little bit better than the, you know, disposable ones. Okay. Okay. There's also like some good tips on the American Academy of Dermatology's website. Okay. To prevent I'm going mask. to write this down. Yeah. To prevent mask knee. The other thing they recommend is actually taking 15 minute mass breaks throughout the day okay. to let your skin breathe, which is not always possible. Yeah. I mean, I, I have to wear it literally all day and only get a break at lunch, but. And our know, surgical friends are a little stuck. Yes. Of course, they've been stuck for years. Yes, that's true. They've already used to <laughs> They have very little sympathy for the rest of us. That's true. That's true. Um, other recommendations um, is to actually use a good barrier cream. So okay. like a good moisturizer. What would some examples be? So things that? containing ceramides like CeraVe. I like I like that she said it like that because I've been saying it like that for years and I'm not even sure <laughs> if I was right. <laughs> or Cetaphil. Some people say Cetaphil. Cetaphil. Yeah. Cetaphil. Cetaphil. Yes. Um, those are two very good ones because they're non-comedogenic. They don't clog your pores and they're fragrance-free and hypoallergenic. Also hyaluronic acid. Okay. So over the counter, I think Neutrogena makes one called Hydro Boost in the Blue Jar. Okay. Um, you certainly can find hyaluronic acid, um, higher concentrations. You know, I'm sure you sell at your office and we sell at our office. So your local dermatologist or plastic surgeon. What is your favorite that you sell at your office probably if you were going to? For a barrier. Moisturizing uh, then? Is it moisturizing and barrier kind of mm -hmm. does the same? Um, we sell Neocuto Skincare line and Good. they have a great hyaluronic acid serum okay. that we sell. Um, also, you could do anything with like dimethicone as well, which is in a lot of over-the-counter lotions okay. like Cetaphil and CeraVe. We do know that if you're more oily, then you probably want to go with a gel. If you are kind of combination skin, oily and dry, you might want a lotion. Okay. And if you're super dry, then you want to go with a cream. Which is kind of the winter and right. especially uh perimenopausal, postmenopausal. That's right. So um, yes. more thick. Yes. <laughs> you want that moisture because we start to lose that after menopause. So does the moisturizer and barrier help them if they apply it in the morning at the end of their, yes. all their other things? Before they put their mask okay, on to kind of just protect from the irritation and the skin breakdown. So yeah. Is there anything else for prevention on it? Well, we got to wear the mask. So it's right. So those things will help, you know, clean mask, using a barrier cream, washing your face. <laughs> I say that. <laughs> 
Guys, you gotta wash your face. I mean, believe it or not, there are a lot of people that don't wash their face. Gross. That's just gross. That is gross. I'm a tomboy really at heart, and that's still gross. I have patients that come in that are like, I just wash with water. And I'm like, well, that's not cleaning the bacteria off your yes. skin and the dirt and the oil. Yes. It is so important to wash your face, especially at the end of the day. Okay, I do have a question. Yes. This applies a little bit. It, it still applies to masking, but right. it applies to cleaning things out because right. we've been in this long enough. Yes. And there are certain trends that come through. Right. So what about, you know, rotating brushes? Right. Like, okay. Um, I just think back to the Clarisonic yes. kind of thing. Right. So yes, no. So I tell patients like once a week. Okay. Because you don't want to over exfoliate and over irritate. Got you. And even if you're using a scrub, no more than like once a week, you don't want to irritate too because that stirs up oil. That's right. Okay. It'll go into overproduction of oil. That's what I thought it does, but I'd like to clarify yes. with my dermatology. Yes. <laughs> um, and then if you use products like Retin-A yes. or Retinoid, which I do. Which I love. Which is and great. Y'all know I hear I think that's the best bang for your buck with all yes. that stuff. Yes, I use yes. Retin-A. But Retin-A right now with the mask, it is causing more irritation. So you might find you have to use Back it, it off. left. Less okay, often, got like it. every other night or three times a week. Um, so you because just, is is it because it's sloughing the skin more and almost yes. that skin is a little it's bit a, of our. Yes. I, so I'm glad you just clarified that because yes. that's been a theory in my head of maybe that is what's happening because we right. actually get rid of this right. layer of dead skin cells, right. which has actually been our protector a little bit, and then right. now right. So don't stop your retin. I'm still yeah. using it. I have had to back off a little bit, but you just look at all the products you're using. You're using a lot of salicylic acid, which is over the counter. That also can be irritating um, your retin-a with your mask so just you know you kind of have to reevaluate your products and play around with them see your dermatology pa <laughs> <laughs> no, and it, it, okay, so and if you try all these things and over the counter things and you still can't get your acne improved, yes, you come and make an appointment with us and we can talk about prescription medications to help your acne. So that's it. So, touch on treatment of kind of everyone wearing these masks. Right. And I even feel like it's almost less that we've really been more diligent. The rules are out there. So, once it's there, folks are losing their minds a little bit yes. who have never had acne. Now, the rest of folks who've been right. dealing with acne a long time are like, y'all fools, I don't care because I've been dealing with it. So I noticed the looks and those yes. of us who have not had as much acne kind of start into a panic of right. what the hell is what, what to do. Yes. Yeah, so what do they do okay. first? What can they do at home? And then kind of what do you usually start folks on it? I know it's a yes. personal evaluation with patients. but Right. So some over-the-counter things um, that you can do against Cetaphil CeraVe. Okay. Some people can add a like benzoyl peroxide cleanser for okay. their acne. Benzoyl peroxide is very good and it helps kill the bacteria that can does survey have one of those or I don't even no, know. Okay. Don't. Some brands would be like Panoxyl, Oxy, okay. um, Neutrogena makes one with benzoyl peroxide. A lot of the acne medicines over the counter are salicylic acid. Okay. So just look at the active ingredients maybe for some benzoyl peroxide. Do be careful because it can bleach your towels and your clothes. Yes. So just make sure it's dry. You said a wash. Yes. I know there's the cream little stuff too. So yes or no to the creams too. Um, or just use the wash. So both is good. Okay. So I would say like a benzoyl peroxide wash and then over 
over-the-counter something that's really good is retinol, okay, which is a lower form of retin-A, or different, different, which is now over-the-counter, which used to be prescription, 0.1%, it's a dappling gel, went over-the-counter. So that's a great place to start. And I would say use it every night okay. for about eight weeks. Okay. And if you're not better in eight weeks, then come and make an appointment okay. with your dermatologist. Um, when you come into your dermatologist, just kind of tell them what's been going on, what type of breakouts, how long, that'll help them to determine what type of treatment to give you. Okay. And we have prescription cleansers, we have different creams and gels, and you know, it's not one size fits all. So it just depends on your skin and what type of breakouts, what you've tried. Um, sometimes we also do oral antibiotic pills, like doxycycline, minocycline, and now we have a tetracycline. And these target that bacteria, the P. acnes that we were talking about. Right. They're also anti-inflammatory, so they can help with those cystic bumps, so those really big red nodules that you're getting or bumps. So they're going to start with a different over-the-counter. Mm-hmm. Different, is it a retinol or a tretinoin? So it's actually not a tretinoin. It's in a category of itself, but it is very similar. Got it. Very similar. And it's a lower form. I think of anti-aging, that not yes. being the first choice, right? Right. Ish, ish, not uh, going into that, well, but maybe. Well, anti-aging retinol over-the-counter is good to start with. Okay. And then if they tolerate that line, they can go to a retin-A prescription. Got it. So if they didn't want prescription, they can do over-the-counter And with the acne, it would be that starting with a different, but if right. you needed to, you could help them right. do something a little different. Something Right. Good. Yeah. You're so smart. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And so treatments in general, when when folks are not able to do this on their own, they're needing to come in. I know um, one thing you had touched on when we were back to talking about parasonic type brushes and scrubs and things like that is that a lot of folks will use washcloths and my brain goes, and I'm wanting to say it too because there's different things that I even say or that are out in the general public. I know we all feel gross when we get the acne. So we want to scrub and make it clean, but that seems to be not a good idea. No, because okay. it'll irritate it more. So yeah, Break no washcloths. Yeah. It's better to use your hands yeah. and just like circular motions. Clean hands. Gently. Folks. Clean hands. Yes. Gently wash your face and then just pat it dry or you can use like a makeup wipe. That's what I do. Like Neutrogena in the blue packet okay. cleansing cloths to kind of get the excess makeup off. If Before you you're like. cleaning kind of? I do it after. Okay, good. Okay. So I like wash and then whatever's left, I kind of like wipe off. Okay. So yeah. And, and I will admit to you, you know, if I'm in the shower washing my face, yeah. it's the great wash. At the sink, I don't know about you guys, but you know, I, I'm making this mess coming this direction and then I'm finding that I have to really pay attention because I don't want to get my hair wet. Right. Sometimes when I go into bed, if I haven't taken the shower then, and then I'm not getting in this area really good. Right. Which seems to be worse with hormones and stuff anyway. Right. But I, I've noticed over time, in some ways, that's what I've been using almost my toners. Okay. Not that they should be, but I'm wondering, I'm hearing you say makeup wipe. So I'm thinking maybe right. I need to go to the makeup wipe because this area, it's just there's a zone about right in here, which right. sometimes is harder to target. To cleansing. wash. Yeah. Right. So if the toner works well for you because you're dabbing on they're kind of wiping yes. right to get that yes. off. It's fine. It's okay. kind of very similar to like a wipe. Okay. That's Cetaphil makes some wipes. Neutrogena makes some. They have some that are fragrance free, which okay. is nice. Good. So either way. Is there anything else that you think we should add on the versions of maskne or anything about mask? <laughs> um, the hormone part of it. Okay. So Tell sometimes, mm. yeah. So especially if women break out on their jaw or chin, it okay. can be very hormonal. They're breaking out before their menstrual period. You know, sometimes we give them birth control, okay. you know, to help regulate their hormones. So that's something also if they come in the office and we feel like they need, we can talk to them about. And if they have clotting problems or some reason they can't be on the birth control, sometimes you guys use 
Um, we do use pernolactone. Um, it's kind of an off-label usage, okay. but it's more for my adult women okay. that are older, yeah. non-childbearing age. Got it. That helps with acne. Got it. Um, the other thing we're seeing is rosacea flare-ups, oh. which is a from the mask too. Mm-hmm. I don't know about this. So rosacea is a cousin to acne. We treat them very similar. Some people will call it actually adult onset acne, but it's not true acne. But it usually happens later in life. Like in, you know, acne can start in your teens. Rosacea will start like in your late 20s, 30s. But it's still an inflammatory process. You get these inflammatory bumps. You get redness and blushing. And we're seeing a big increase with that with a mask irritating and making that break out as well. So do they have the same treatment plans? So it's very similar. So the biggest thing with rosacea is avoiding triggers. Okay. Which can be like red wine, sun. Hence our water and our glasses. <laughs> yes. If she so, doesn't look like a rosacea patient. I look like a real rosacea patient. So the beginnings. So yeah, red wines, um, sun's a huge one, stress, heat, so spicy food. So, you know, you might have to switch to white wine, limit the red wines, um, wear your sunscreen, of course. And, you know, that does usually require some prescription treatment. There's not a lot of over-the-counter treatments for rosacea, unfortunately. So you certainly can use Cetaphil, CeraVe to clean with and moisturize, but you probably will need to come in and get like some prescription creams or sometimes we do the doxycycline antibiotic as well. Now with them, should they use prior to seeing you? Obviously sometimes it takes a while to get in to see you. So in the meantime, they start with like a CeraVe cleanser. Yes. Just starting with something. Should they start with a different or I know that's always the... So you don't want to put acne creams like that on rosacea because rosacea patients tend to be very sensitive and it can really flare. So a lot of rosacea patients actually cannot tolerate retin-A or even retinol. I just need you to see. They need to come see you. Really? That's what I hear. Yes. Yes. So usually they'll have to come in for something prescription. Yes. Mm -hmm. I need them to see you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else you can think to add? Um, You know, just in your face. Because it's gross not to it. Again. (laughs) In general, it'll be just good overall preventing acne, rosacea. I think just simply clean your face and using moisturizer helps anti-aging as well. Amen. A moisturizer. Amen. People just sometimes don't do that. Just moisturizing your skin is good. And sunscreen. I cannot stress sunscreen enough. So, I mean, that's very can you Can you maybe while we're on that, throw out three of your favorite sunscreens? Okay. Um, or a couple of your favorite yeah, sunscreens? So just to... We usually tell people to look for something that's like an SPF 30 to a 50. Okay. Um, if you're using for just every day, a 30 is, you know, like a 20 or 30 is fine under your makeup. Cetaphil CeraVe is great. Okay. They don't have pores because they're non-comogenic and they're fragrance-free. So I don't have people react to them as much. And make sure it contains zinc oxide or titanium dioxide. And that's our physical? These are physical mineral blocking sunscreens. Okay. They are better for you. I have a lot of patients that'll come in and say, I can't wear sunscreens. They tend to break me out or I'm allergic. And a lot of times it's the other chemical blocking sunscreens that people are allergic to. Okay. So if you stick with your basic zinc or titanium, which are the mineral based sunscreens, you just tend to not break out and react as well. So brand Cetaphil CeraVe is great. Coats is another good one. That's got a little tint in it for the ladies. You can get that like at Ulta Salon or online. I'm sure you sell great sunscreens at your office. We sell great ones at our office as well, but those are some good ones that are just over the counter. We do. We have ones that I use daily at the office. Mm -hmm. I will tell you that when I'm out and about because I tend to do everything you shouldn't do and wipe and 
Yes. Whatever. I use Elta a lot, especially okay. in the summer. Yes. You okay with that? I love Elta. Okay. Um, but I think Elta you can't buy over the counter. It is yeah. sold in a physician's office and it's great. And I've sold that one in the past. Um, so no, I think Elta is great because it's fragrance free, got the zinc and titanium, and it's not gonna clog words or people react to it. Well, basically we have lots to choose from. We, we do have do. lots to choose from, but it's very important to look at the active ingredients. Okay. If you go on the American Academy of Dermatology's website, they also list sunscreens. There are some sunscreens that are still sold over the counter that are banned in Europe because of the chemicals in them. So okay. it's very important to look at the active ingredients. And that seemed to come up recently a lot more yes. uh, questions of how yes. much we're absorbing and things like that, which may be another episode. Yes. Topics on sunscreen, because yes. that is a big topic, especially as we yes. approach summer. But maybe we'll talk about that in the future, because the sunscreen so important. Yes. Um, I'll throw this out there as far as if you're looking for sunscreen that's like more of a waterproof, if you're sweating, you're exercising for the body, Banana Boat makes a great one. Blue Lizard makes some good ones. Spray? Can we spray? No spray? So, uh, okay, so all the sprays. I'm thinking of the mamas out there trying I to get their kids know, done quick. chemical blocking sunscreens okay, are not yeah. great for you. However, last year's the first year I saw Banana Boat come out with a spray with a zinc or titanium. Okay. It's the only okay. one I've seen on the market. All right. um, so if you look for that or Google that, that's the only one right okay. now that I know of that comes in a spray. Okay, that's good to know. For too. the mama. And those face sticks are good too. Okay. Mama. That's what I'm like. <laughs> Something better than nothing. Yeah. Um, and then I have some fun questions. You've been okay. so awesome to tell us about Mask Me, okay. which has made, again, so many folks emotionally frustrated in an already crazy yes. pandemic yes. Um, of this time. But these are for you. First, I want to say thank you. Anytime colleagues are supporting colleagues, it makes me excited. I feel pumped. I, I, I feel like my 19, uh, early 90s coming out going, yeah. I feel pumped up. We're excited uh, yeah. to support each other. Definitely. And to me, it increases the energy. As a fellow PA, we know right. what it took to get here. There's a lot of hoopla to get through. Right. We really tell our patients what we think is, is benefiting them the most. But these are for you. Okay. If you were to have two skincare products, which you've kind of already said, actually, probably mm -hmm. a little bit, for yourself, what would you choose? Definitely a Retin-A and vitamin C. Got you. Got you. Okay, good. <laughs> good, good. I just like to say. And a cream or a serum. Yeah. Either one for and the vitamin C. Random. Three musicians that you enjoy. Joy. And later you're going to think about three more you wanted to add, but just <laughs> off the top of your head. I like Maroon 5. Okay. Gwen Stefani. Oh, of course. <laughs> I still remember the concert at 311 Fox when I was in high school and they booed her and I oh. thought she was the best thing in the entire world. They booed her. She was the opening act for 311 oh, and I was so pumped up. There was a girl on stage. There wasn't a lot of girls really right. at that time that were taking no. the stage like that no, and wasn't. I wanted to be her to be quite honest right, right. and then they booed her and then soon after that she was no longer being booed so that was good. And then yes, one more. No, she's great and she's making a comeback recently. So. And one one more, one more. I like Coldplay. Okay. That's another good one. They're a classic. Good job, Coldplay. <laughs> okay, when you grew up, you wanted to be, I know there's usually several, but. I don't know if I ever really thought about that. You were having fun playing. I was just, you know, yeah, enjoying life. Good. And not, I don't know, I never really thought I like about that. That. <laughs> that actually makes me really happy. <laughs> if you were so, not a PA in dermatology, or just let's say a PA, okay. you'd want to be a, and she had no prior prep on this, so yes, this so is I not fair. No I, yeah, I know. 
Um, you know what? Writing books. Awesome. Writing books. Well, you still have a potential. You know? <laughs> so maybe after the kids are grown. <laughs> yes. I like to live in our world of dreams. Yes. And what has been one of the biggest game changers you think in your field since you've been out practicing for 17 plus years? Oh goodness. I've, I mean, obviously I've seen a huge change in cosmetics and yes. just all that's offered. It's that, that wasn't yes. as much offered when I, I mean, when I first started, it was only Restylane. Yes. You know yes. Juvederm didn't even exist. Yes. Juvederm was several so, years later. Yeah. Yes. So Restylane was like the only filler in the market when I started. And I say um, I started with Radius soon after there, which yeah. is a bit crazy. Right. But I was Restylane and Radius and a couple of others that I won't go through. And that was it. Yeah. So I think it's amazing the changes in what is offered and the, you know, like what we can do yes. now. And we're treating like whole body instead of just like face. And as far as in dermatology, just some of the treatments now, we have great treatments for melanoma that weren't there 17 yeah. years ago. So if I have to give somebody not great news about a melanoma, you know, before we didn't have as many options and now we have like great options, yes. which that could be a whole nother topic yes. as well. But I, I know skin well, I mean, cancer, we have tons just, of episodes. Just the advances in, skin, ca in yes. skin cancer, which is great. That is amazing. So, All right. Favorite sport or exercise you like to participate in? Well, right now it's biking Yes, on my Peloton yes. and running. She I kind of do a mix, I'm, but I also played soccer for like 15 years. Yeah, that was my next. That's so. an extra, so that's good. And I love so, soccer. I don't play anymore, yes. but biking and running right now, just kind of anything. I'm game for anything and everything. Hiking. Awesome. Just trying everything. Awesome. So, and that yeah. helps our mental health as well. I love, yes, it does. Now, what's your favorite sport? Last question, this is it, okay. that you enjoy watching? Watching. I mean, I, I enjoy watching football. Yes. Davina, thank you so much for coming today. Thanks for, for sharing me. your knowledge. And again, I get pumped up as a fellow PA and just in the medical world that we all can come together and help yes. each other on the things that we really know well. Right. And some of that, I'm still remember my boss when I came out, folks were to get, he gave me several, but he said, no matter what books I tell you, you're really going to have to see a lot of this in yes. practice. And Experience. I feel like that's what we're getting to do. And then by right. being able to share information, Definitely. we get to be what is to me, the giving our patients the best care. We're giving back to yes. them. Yes, yes, yes. From our experience. Thank you so much, Davina. Yes. Till next time. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode today of this podcast, Make Me Pretty Tomboy Turn Plastic Surgery PA. Please subscribe and leave reviews as this does help me continue to be able to provide more episodes in the future. Yes, it does help greatly if you tell your family, your friends, your coworkers. And for those of you who already have, I see you, I appreciate you. It takes an extra effort effort to do that. And I really am energized by that as well. If you do share that you're listening to this podcast on your social media, please tag me because really nothing else excites me more than good folks out there encouraging each other as a team that we may all rise up together unified.